Hello, I'm Jordan Rich, welcoming you to the Amy Lynch Investigations Podcast with author P.K. Norton. Here we talk about the origins of Amy's adventures, how they grew out of people and events in Paula's own life, and how much fun the author has had in putting it all together. Welcome, if you've been listening to our podcast series. Uh, it's been so much fun sitting down with the author of the Amy Lynch Investigation series, P.K. Norton. Paula is her first name, and she is delightful and uh, certainly feisty. <laughs> I try. And in this particular episode, we're talking about the third book, Deep Secrets. There's an interesting uh, switch here. We talked about killing people off. It's so much fun to, um, in terms of fiction, kill people off that may have some connection to real life. Without really hurting. Exactly. I'm trying to be very politically correct here. So let's talk a little bit about what's going on. Where are we here? We are on Cape Cod. My family had a house in North Falmouth for about 50 years. And from North Falmouth to Mashpee Circle Mm -hmm. is Route 151, which is just a little two-lane road. Right. And for years and years and years, there was a fellow with an old woody station wagon pulled over to the side of the road selling roses. Okay. He was always there. Okay. And I always said to my mother, there's no way in the world this man is making a living doing this. <laughs> Something else is going on. Is this now Woods Hole area? Is that what yes. Well, with it, I, it starts in North Falmouth, but Woods okay. Hole is where most of the story takes place. Woods Hole, where the marine uh, biology laboratory is, of and course. And Hui. Woods Hole Oceanographic. That's it. Woods Hole Oceanographic. Yeah. Hooey, that, as they call Woods it. Woods Hole is a big part of my life. What's the connection to Captain Kidd, the pirate? No, Captain Kidd is the coolest bar <laughs> in the world. Oh, it's a bar. <laughs> yes. Named it, after the cool pirate, no doubt. It is quintessential Woods Hole. Okay. It's, I spent my misspent youth <laughs> in there. <laughs> it's, All right. It's a great place. All right. So you've got a story now. Uh, Amy's going to come into play. And uh, the fact that Hui, as you call it, the Woods Hole Oceanographic Institute is involved, means something about the government, something about secrets. Give us a little taste. Now, Jack is the one who really worked on this story. He had more damn fun with it. Um, I'd come home from work, and he'd have plots all drawn out for me. Um, Woods Hole Oceanographic is working on a secret government project. The SDM, or the Swimmer Defense Module, this is something Jack invented in his own mind. It's a device which can be used to alert authorities to an enemy swimmer trying to come in by scuba to an American harbor and plant an IED. Mm. So an anti-terrorism Yes, and Jack had worked out how to disable this swimmer. Well, first, how to locate him, mm-hmm. then disable him and get him to float to the surface so you can interrogate him. But in order to locate him, they were using, oh, they were looking to use um, the same echolocation that dolphins use. Okay. And that's what Woods Hole Oceanograph is, is doing, is working to create artificial echolocation. Echolocation. It's getting really interesting. It's sonar. Yeah, exactly. All sounds good. I mean, uh, government's working on something to protect us. What could possibly go wrong? Oh, you name it. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, the first major test of this equipment takes place underwater. Mm -hmm. And one of the two people involved in the test ends up injured and eventually dies. 
Okay. And naturally, because you need a personal connection here, he also turns out to be Amy's high school boyfriend, who was modeled after my high school well, boyfriend. Well, that's what I was referring to in the intro. I was a little sketchy. I didn't want to give it away, yeah. but that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. I killed Tom. Yep. <laughs> and he was okay with that. He knows. It's an honor, actually, for many people in, in mysteries to be written in as, as a victim. So uh, you mentioned the Rose Cellar, yes. and obviously this character comes into play. Yes, he does. Okay, we won't give anything away. The only thing I'll tell you is his first name is Caleb. Okay, so we're going to look for him. And we've mentioned Sam the dog in the past, but in this book, he makes his first official appearance. And he saves the day. Ah. Absolutely. (laughs) Now, it takes place in, uh, in an area that you're very familiar with. Was it easier to write this one even because you do, you know, you grew up there as opposed to Paris where you have to visit on occasion? Probably, yes. Yeah. Um, I spent every summer of my life down there, and then Woods you... Hole was just a delightful place to hang out. Did you ever hang out at the old Silver Beach in Falmouth? We were just north of there. Okay, okay. In that, Magansett. That was my uh, stomping grounds yeah. down there. Well, you All weren't right. too far from me. No, absolutely not. So uh, insurance investigators have to come in when there's a problem, right? In this case, uh, the death of the... The man in the water? Yes. Well, he's in a coma for quite a while first. Okay. Um, and Woods Hole Oceanographic puts in a worker's comp claim. Okay. And as soon as Amy reads who the injured people are, she decides she's got to investigate this one herself because this is her high school boyfriend whom she dumped unceremoniously and all, has always felt guilty about. So here we have another reason that uh, what for many might seem like an ordinary humdrum kind of occupation, it becomes fascinating. And you've talked, I imagine, to people in the insurance investigation business. Can they relate to this kind of thing? They must love it, by the way, that you're painting them so well. Yes. One of them gave me a lot of help with the workers' comp end of this because that was not my specialty. Right. So there are personal connections, as you say, the high school boyfriend, guilt over the way she left him in high school and that she has to wrestle with that. And is her current boyfriend uh, back in vogue? Yes, he is. Oh, that's good. I felt bad for him in Paris. Yeah, yeah and he is a good guy. <laughs> yeah, is, there are other characters. We won't get into them in, in detail, but uh, interesting folks that you've culled from your own history. Absolutely. What do you think the reader takes away from this particular book? They learn a lot about dolphins mm-hmm. and echolocation and scuba diving and Cape Cod. There's a lot to learn. Yes, you figure out ways that uh, you can bump people off. Uh, and that is the, the most enjoyable but, part. But as they say, kids, don't try this at home, right? Absolutely Paula? not. So you've taken her now, and, and we've got more books coming up, a lot more. But you've taken her to Key West. You've taken her to Paris, now back home to the Cape, Woods Hole. Yes. Is that part of the fun saying, okay, next adventure, look at the map, here we go? So far, they're all places I know and love. Although the first draft I'm working on now takes place in um, a town I invented. Okay. you Why not? You're God. You can create a town. You bet. All right. Let's have you read the first page or two, or it's page and a half, actually. Chapter one is well, the whole. Well, they're both not complete pages. Not even complete pages. And you read very well. So this is an opportunity to get a little sense of deep secrets. Paula, you mentioned that the first page is critical. So let's hear it. Tom hated scuba diving. The tank was awkward and clunky, the wetsuit uncomfortable. Breathing nitrox made him woozy. The mouthpiece made him gag. His mask fogged up. And the deeper he went, the colder and darker his world became. 
Yet here he was on his way to the ocean floor for the second time in a day. It was part of the job, the part he had hoped he would never have to do. They had told him about it in his interview. It almost made him say no thank you, but he really didn't have a choice. He'd been out of work for months. His health insurance had lapsed. His daughter was seriously ill, and he was two months behind on his mortgage. So here he was, standing on the ocean floor. What else could he do? The job was to find and fix whatever had gone wrong with the swimmer defense module they were testing. Even in the semi-darkness, the problem was easy to spot. Trawl nets from a fishing vessel were twisted and tangled on the metal tower, which held the test equipment, rendering the entire setup useless. He'd have to cut the nets off. Tom pulled a knife from his belt and went to work on the knots and snarls. He mined for his co-worker Mike to do the same on the other side. Mike nodded and swam to the opposite side of the structure, disappearing from view. Whoa, what was that? A wave of vertigo overtook Tom. The metal tower in front of him began to blur. He reached for it to steady himself. His knife fell to the ocean floor. The tower teetered toward him. The fishing lines spilled onto him, and he was trapped. Struggling to free himself, he became all the more entangled in the lines. Another attack of wooziness called caused him to lurch forward. He banged his head on the tower and tumbled into the sand. Something slammed into his chest, and the scene faded to black. Well done, well done. You know, you, you write very much visually, and uh, I can see the scene. And That the, is my goal. That is your goal, and it's working. And uh, one of the things that we might talk about at some future podcast opportunity is television and movies that are beckoning. We're working on it. We're working on it. So I, I kept thinking of uh, one of those early scenes in Jaws 1 or 2 when, you know, <laughs> you're in the ocean and horrible things are happening. That sounds great. It's called Deep Secrets, an Amy Lynch investigation. Go, Amy. Thank you so much, Paula. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Amy Lynch Investigations Podcast, available for subscription and download on all major podcast platforms. Paula and Amy would certainly appreciate you reviewing and rating this podcast. And don't forget to find out more at pknortonauthor.com. Also check the Facebook page, P.K. Norton. This is Jordan Rich thanking you for joining us on this adventure.